to hide something from a Negro. I am your co-host, Leandra. This is also the co-host, DJ. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thank you. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Um, You know, whenever we have these opportunities to talk, always um, I get into a zone where I... I I start preparing and and, uh, putting together my thoughts. I'm really excited to uh, speak with you today. That sounds great. I'm interested in hearing what your thoughts are. You know, every week delivers something new. You as well. So I'm really interested in hearing the things that have come up in the week that you're interested in talking about or discussing because... There's always things to talk about and discuss, and especially in today's world, there's so much going on, and I'm very interested in hearing what your opinions about those are. Sure. Is it? Go ahead. So is there anything in particular that kind of made you feel like, I wonder about this, or... uh, I want to dive into this a little bit. There's a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it seems like every day there's something else popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that was trending earlier in the week was, I guess her name was Dr. Emanuel. Mm-hmm. There was this doctor on the steps of some, I can't remember where it was, but it, it went viral. But it went so viral that I actually missed it when it happened. Mm. I didn't catch this video. I didn't, I don't know anything about it at the time, but I did see like the, the name trending and people being outraged by it. Well, first they were like saying, hey, look at this particular video because there's something to this video. And then, like, the next day it was, it's a hoax. Don't pay any attention to it. But during that entire time, I hadn't been paying any attention to it anyway. And so I didn't get swept away with, oh, look at what this is saying. And I didn't get swept away with the hoax. Mm -hmm. I just approached it the following day with a fresh set of eyes. Mm. And And then, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. I just I think that's very important. I think we do that all the time. It's like we see a headline or we hear something and we don't really take the time to step back and think about what we see instead of whatever the headline is trying to get us to understand or whatever the snippet of that one particular video is trying to get us to understand or portray. So why were people outraged or how did you feel when you actually saw it? Yeah, I don't know because I wasn't kind of in frequency when it happened, I kind of mm-hmm. missed the uprising and the outrage. I missed all of it. I knew it existed, mm-hmm. but I didn't dive into it. I didn't go read the tweets. I didn't get sucked in uh, to it. And sometimes I do. So I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you know, I'm, I'm special and I don't get sucked in. No, so most times I do get sucked into stories, but it just so happened you know, there was stuff going on during the week. I was working, I was doing things. And so I just didn't get sucked into this story. Mm-hmm. And so I approached it maybe two days later with a fresh set of eyes and additional interviews, additional content. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, what I got from it was I felt like Dr. Emmanuel was telling the truth for just being honest. Um, and what was she telling the truth about? Well, I don't know what the original clip was, but what, what I've gathered from the additional clips that have come out uh, is that she believes that the cure, there is a cure for uh, COVID-19. Mm. And so if you want to hide something from a Negro, <laughs> you put it into a black doctor who's going to say it to the world and then everybody will call her a hoax. So here's what I believe is going on. Mm. Awesome. I, I think there is uh, somebody's trying to hide something from us and it's going to be one of two things. Mm. It's really, I mean, either there is no cure whatsoever and that this the vaccine is going to be the thing that saves humanity uh but it has a lot of things tied to it like uh bill gates um the uh kodak situation because kodak has now changed from being a camera company to winning some big type of federal um federal program where now they're going to make uh things related to like vaccines and things and so either there there there's money to be made in the vaccine so everybody's shifting over there and nobody wants to hear what the cure is because there's just so much more money going to be made from the vaccine or this lady is lying about the cure and we really, the, the vaccine move isn't a, a, a money move. It's a, a, a move for humanity. Mm. And I don't know which is which. All I can do is just listen to the different parties at hand mm. and then just take the information that they're providing me and eat the meat and spit out the bones and decide from what people are telling me what am I discerning? What am I picking up? What am I, what am I gathering? That's all I can really do in a situation because you really never really know. Did that clip make it to you in any way this week? That's definitely true. And no, I mean, it made it to my phone definitely, but I just clicked right past it because that, to me, there's so many, there were no headlines that really like, what's this about i saw the video maybe two times i saw her face two or three times it wasn't until i think you tweeted about it and it was like i believe um she's telling the truth mm -hmm. like, why so um no i didn't watch the full video i did watch the clip um i do feel like this has happened before where there's been somebody that spoke out and said hey listen this is the truth, this is what's going on. Um, I do think that there is some truth to what she's saying, but I know that you're right. It could go one of two ways. Like it's either gonna go the route where no different than some other drugs, uh, where can we make the most money and how can we hide the truth so that way we can make the most money. I feel like it could go either way. Definitely. And also another thing is just something to think about. 
just because someone isn't lying doesn't mean that they know the truth. Mm. So she, when I say that she's telling the truth, what I mean is that she's not lying to us. That doesn't mean that she knows the truth. That just means that her truth is her truth. And so she's saying from her perspective, I believe that there's a cure for this uh, COVID-19. I believe this to be true. That doesn't mean that she is telling the truth. It just means she's telling her truth. And that means she's not lying to us. My thing is, though, is that why is she not the first person who said this? Because I've seen clips of doctors saying that before. Mm-hmm come across clips where it's been said before. And like I said, there's been other instances in other projects or, I mean, we've never experienced a global pandemic to this level, but there's been other things where we had to step back and hear from doctors that said, hey, this is what's really going on, or there is a cure for this, or there isn't a cure. So what is the truth? That's what I'm really curious about. Well, that part, I don't know if we'll know what the truth is. Mm -hmm. All we can do is listen to everyone else's truth and then find where things are intersecting. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can kind of uh, discern the truth and and get close to the truth. Most times you won't find the truth until you find the lie. Mm -hmm. And so all I'm listening for is who's telling me the lie and then there's the truth. Um, so let's let's listen to uh, Dr. Emmanuel, I believe her name is, uh, Dr. Stella, uh, and listen into what she believes is her truth. For humanity, you understand what I'm saying? Because how can a person with a heart see people die? You know what? This study that made me start using hydroxychloroquine, go look it up. It was done in 2005 under Anthony Fauci. So Dr. Fauci knows it works. He knows. Have you spoken to him about it? Oh, jeez. I told him to give me a urine sample. Let me check whether he has hydroxychloroquine on board. What said? I don't know. I'm waiting. I'll take the urine sample. Yes, I want his urine sample. You know why? Because he's probably taking it. That's why he goes to the stadium and doesn't wear a mask. I don't wear a mask because I have hydroxychloroquine on board. If you don't... How often do you take it? Once every two weeks. It's not a big deal. It's so easy. Once every two weeks. A small pill, once every two weeks, my brother, people will not get sick. And even if you get sick, they give you one pill twice a day for five days with zinc and Zitromax, you will not die. I've had diabetes. You know, they, they say if you're a diabetic and you get COVID, it's a death sentence. I've treated many diabetics. So when you hear me talking like this, angry like this, it's because I'm truly angry. Because I don't know why they're letting people die. For humanity. Do you understand what I'm saying? So part of her truth, and I think this is important, is she believes that they are letting people die because there's a simple cure for this thing. Mm -hmm. Now there's something else that happened the other day too, that stood out to me. And now that we're talking about it, I have to see if I can uh, pull it up. Dr. Fauci was asked about, uh, about should protest Mm -hmm. uh, not be allowed. And he started stumbling around on his question. And I want to pull that up uh, to, to really dig into that. Mm-hmm. The chair now recognizes for five minutes 
Mr. Jordan. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Dr. Fauci, do protests increase the spread of the virus? Do protests increase the spread of the virus? Uh, I think I can make a general statement. Well, half a million protesters on June 6th alone. Yeah. I'm just asking, that number of no. people, does yeah. it increase the spread of the virus? Cra crowding together, particularly when you're not wearing a mask, contributes to the spread of the virus. Should we limit the protesting? I, I'm not sure what you mean, should, how do we say limit the protesting? Should government limit the protesting? I, I, I don't think that's relevant to... Well, to, you just said if it increases the spread of the virus, I'm just asking, should we... Hmm. Limit it. Well, I'm, I'm not in a position to determine what the government can do in a forceful way. Well, you make all kinds of recommendations. You, no. you make comments on dating, on baseball, and everything no. you can imagine. I'm just asking, you just said that, yeah. that protests increase the spread. No. I'm just asking, should we try to limit the protests? No, I think I would leave that to people who have more of an, a, a position to do that. I can tell you. Government stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Last week in the Calvary Chapel case, five liberals on the Supreme Court said it was okay for Nevada <laughs> to limit church services. Governor, I mean, Justice Gorsuch said it best. He said, there's no, there's no world in which the Constitution permits Nevada to favor Caesar's palace over Calvary Chapel. I'm just asking, is there a world where the Constitution says you can favor one First Amendment liberty protesting right. over another practicing your faith? I'm not favoring anybody over anybody. I'm just making a statement that's a broad statement that avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are, because that leads to the acquisition and transmission. And I don't judge one crowd versus another crowd. When you're in a crowd, particularly if you're not wearing a mask, that induces it's just, the it's spread. A simple, it's a simple question, doctor. Should we limit the protest? Government is obviously yeah. lim limiting people yeah. going to church. And, and look, I, I'm there's, not been gonna... no, there's been no violence that I, I yeah. can see at church. I haven't seen people yeah. during a church service go out and, and harm police officers right. or burn buildings. But we know that. I mean, for 63 days, right. nine weeks, it's been happening in Portland. Right. Yeah. Well, one night in Chicago, 49 officers were injured, but no limit to pro no limit to protests. But boy, you can't go to church on Sunday. What was the? Uh, I don't know how many times I can answer that. I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm just going to tell you. You've opined a on a lot of things, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, but I've never. This said is something that directly anything. impacts the spread of the virus, yeah. and I'm asking your 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 position on the protests. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm telling you what it is the danger. And you can make your own conclusion about that. You should stay away from crowds, government, no matter where the crowds government stopped, are. Government has, uh, government has stopped people from going to work. In fact, just in New Jersey four days ago, Ian Smith, Frank Trombetta were arrested for opening up, for trying to operate their business, their gym. They were arrested. But I, my, my bet is if these two individuals own this gym, were outside just in front of their gym, and all the people who were working out in their gym were outside protesting, they'd been just fine. But because they were in the gym working out, actually running their business, they got arrested. You think that's okay? You know, I'm not going to opine on who gets arrested and who does not. I mean, I, I, you get where I'm going. I'm telling you, as a public health official, I say crowds. Do you see the inconsistency, though, Dr. Fauci? There's no inconsistency, Congressman. There's what? No There's no So you're allowed to protest millions of people on one day in crowds, yelling, screaming, but you try to run your business, you get arrested? And if you stood right outside of that same business and protested, you wouldn't get arrested? You don't see an inconsistency there? I don't understand what you're asking me as a public health official to opine on who should get arrested or not. That's not my position. You could ask no, as much as you you've want. You've advocated for certain businesses. You've advocated.
kid for certain businesses to be shut down. I'm, I'm just asking you on your position on the protest. I mean, I haven't seen one. We've heard a lot about hair salons. I haven't seen one hairstylist who, between haircuts, goes out and attacks police or sets something on fire. But we've seen all kinds of that stuff during protest, and we know the protest actually increased the spread of the virus. You've said that. I said crowds. I didn't say specifically. I didn't say protests do anything. So the protests don't increase the spread of the virus? I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. No, I, I, want, I, would, I just want an answer to the question. Do the protests increase the spread of the virus? I, I don't have any scientific evidence that anything. I can tell you that crowds are known, particularly when you don't have a mask, to increase the acquisition and transmission. No matter so what you don't the have a position is. on whether the protest increased the spread of the virus or don't increase the spread of the virus. I'm saying that crowds, wherever the crowds are, can give you an increased probability that there's going to be acquisition and transmission. But do you understand Americans' concern? Protesting, according, particularly according to the Democrats, is just fine, but you can't go to work, you can't go to school, you can't go to church. There's limits placed on all three of those fundamental activities, the First Amendment activities, but protesting is just fine. You know, the, gen I'm the, gen uh, the gentleman's time has expired, but I'll just ask the gentleman to just think about his question and put it in reference to crowds that gather in politicals, at political meetings, at fundraisers without masks, on an all rig in Texas, nobody wearing a mask, nobody social distancing, but a fundraiser, right. would that be problematic? With that, I'll yield five minutes to Mr. Foster. All right, so what was your thought on that exchange, Leandro? So basically, before he must have said comments that suggested that businesses should be closed and uh, crowds should be limited, things like that. But he's literally not trying to say, don't allow for protests. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm hearing. It'll, I, I gathered the same frequency as well. Okay. And that we should wear masks even though he's clearly not wearing, the judge is wearing a mask, but he's not wearing a mask. Correct. Okay. Um, and the congressman applied some pressure and he wouldn't let go of the same exact question, mm -hmm. um, but he still refused to answer as a public health official. Right. My thing is, why can't you answer that question? Like, why is is it so easy for you to say something very specific about any other topic, but not specifically this one? Is it one of those situations where you don't want to say something offensive or you don't want to be disrespectful or do you genuinely not have an opinion? And if so, as a public health official, why don't you have an opinion? Because you should be able to state Yes or no. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, the truth is always in the lie. That's how the truth comes out. So he doesn't want, and this is all speculation. I have no, you know, I have no 
proof of anything I'm about to say. But for Dr. Fauci to, and this also is coming right after we heard Dr. Emanuel say, uh, hey, you know, if Dr. Fauci has any issues with me, let's talk, let's do, let's do it. And then she says something to the effect of, I think they're letting people die. Mm-hmm. Well, if we take that clip and put it in with this clip, which you can choose not to, you could say that those two clips have nothing to do with each other. But to me, they do. When I hear her say that, it immediately goes into my, my memory decks. I go back into my brain of what is connected to that. And this clip is what came into my mind. Yeah. And so when I think of the protest, what, as soon as the protest started happening a few months ago, I said, it feels like a trap. Mm-hmm. Because for the last month or two, prior to the protests, I don't even know if it had been that long, but people had been cooped up in their house and they were told not to go outside. We are quarantining to, uh, to limit the spread of the virus and to limit uh, the amount of people who get sick or eventually die from this, uh, from this virus. Mm. And then George Floyd happened the situation with George Floyd, rest in peace. That then happens, which many people would also argue that that was staged and it wasn't real. That I'm not here to argue. All I do know is that some type of event happened that caused a mass amount of people to leave their homes, black, white, and start protesting about the injustices in America. Dr. Fauci is now sitting to the sidelines and pretending as if he did not say, along with others, to not go to church, to not go to work. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if they didn't say go to school, but it feels like they also said, don't go to school. Don't go anywhere where there'll be more than like 9, 11, 15 people. Mm -hmm. I remember them coming out blatantly saying that, but then they have never come out and said, do not protest. Because protesting is your first amendment right or whatever amendment that they're saying freedom of speech but then that the it contradicts well how come you can't do anything else but you can protest and then it makes me think well who's at these protests who is coming in contact with each other if you wanted to spread the virus amongst a certain group of people who would you want all coming together while the rest of America is sitting at home and being quarantined? So when I hear this clip, I think, well, Dr. Fauci, something's not adding up. Mm -hmm. You're protecting us at church. You're protecting us at work. You're protecting us at school. You don't want us to go to the malls. You don't want us to do all those things. And when I heard those things, I said, wow, that's very commendable. They want us to stay at home. Mm-hmm. But then when the protest happens, you don't say, hey, I, I, we respect your right to protest, but this could be harmful to you. You won't just say that. You'll dance around it and say anything of la- la- large crowds. So then that would be a protest. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, oh, it no, go ahead. Like when Trump declared martial law, it's like, well, I told them because it's not like protests stopped after he did all of that, after that speech. 
Mm -hmm. It's not like anything that he said he applied other than I think in some states National Guard was on the street, but they didn't even do anything. Like there was no, everybody was so scared, going running to get guns, everything. Nothing really has happened since then. So it's like, was it, uh, hey, if you don't stop protesting, all this is going to happen and it's going to get really violent, shut it down no matter what. But then we have them and there's nothing in place to shut it down. So was it, oh, oh well, they didn't listen to me. Or was it really important for it to be shut down? Now, on the flip side, this Republican has an agenda who's asking the questions. Mm. Now, I'm just going to try to get to his frequency to understand the agenda. I have no idea exactly what his agenda is, but perhaps what he wants is the protest to stop because they're making headway in asking for reparations, asking for the defunding of police, uh, all the things that the protest is leading to, uh, which is systematic change. At least we're hoping that's where it's going. Someone has a, him and other people have an invested interest to not see these protests succeed. Mm. And so they're going to come and say, hey, wouldn't these protests be considered part of of the issue? We need to send these people home. And so there is an agenda there, but it is rooted in truth. What if the uh, agenda is, what if the agenda is the reverse? So what if he does not, he does want protests to continue and he just wants him to say something to validate that? Like think about how much pressure he was applying. It could go either way. It could go, I'm applying pressure because I want him to say protest. I want protests to continue. Mm-hmm. I'm applying pressure because I want protests to stop. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about all the different ways that money's being made here. Yeah. Think about it. It could really go either way. Yeah. Um, you know, they say don't invest. Um, the best time to invest is when there's blood in the streets. Mm-hmm. So when the coronavirus first happened, uh, well, at least it, the what we believe to be the coronavirus that was announced and people started quarantining for two months, mm-hmm. everybody was like, ooh, it's time to invest. It's time to invest. And I I was sending out messages to people I was close with of an old quote that says, uh, don't invest until there's blood in the streets. At that time, there was no blood in the streets. Mm-hmm. It was everybody at home. Then the protests happened and then, you know, bur- buildings were burnt. Uh, tear gas was sent out. I still didn't see any blood. And then uh, as the weeks went by, then you started seeing uh, like things becoming more physical. Mm-hmm. Once you start seeing blood in the streets, that's when you see people will start investing in the stock market mm-hmm. and start investing in companies because unfortunately, that's when things have reached its lowest. Right? And so you're going to get the best prices uh, in the market, everything will come to a halt, you know, during that time. And we did have a period where things did fall and then they drastically went back up. But I think there's going to be just one more thing that brings it to a, a good buying uh, buying area. I'm not offering any type of financial advice. But w- once you start seeing this blood in the streets, you're going to see stock market go down. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when the investors come in and they start investing into the market. So once again, that could be an agenda just to kind of understand, well, where are all these agendas at and what is causing all this? So then it takes me back to Dr. Emmanuel. What agenda would she have? Mm-hmm. Unless, unless she is over a company that has equity dealing with hydrochloroquine, and if I said that incorrectly, I apologize. Unless she has stake in a company that sells this stuff, which she did not mention any company, she just mentioned the drug. Right. And that drug could come from any company. So unless she has some type of stake in uh, a company that has their hands on this and is maybe the number one supplier of this, or there's some type of backroom deal that is causing this, I'm just trying to understand what incentive she would have to say that this is the cure. Mm -hmm. And if she doesn't have any incentive, that makes me increase my chances of believing that she is telling us her truth. At what point, why would she risk her credibility to stand out and say something so bold without having proof? And she's literally saying, they did say, if you're diabetic, it's practically a death sentence for COVID. And she's literally saying how she cured people with diabetes who had COVID. Exactly how she did it, what else she used it, how many days, how many doses, what they did, how they increased it, how they decreased it, how often she takes it, how often uh, Dr. Uh, I'm about to butcher his name. How often he might take it? Uh-huh. He asked him for a urine sample, which he avoided as well. Just like the question, if we should protest or not. Seems like she's the only person that's like, "Hey, this is my truth. This is what it is. These are my facts. I could give you proof if you need it. You can run me some tests if you want to, and I'll let you know what I come up with." But I'm not, I can't see, especially a woman of color standing in front of the country and willing to risk her credibility for something that is not, there is no truth to, for a hidden agenda without even dropping a name of a, 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 like a brand name of a pharmaceutical, without dropping a brand name of, I think it was zinc that she said that she would combine with um, the cure. I can't see why she would, that's career suicide. I don't think she's going to commit that. So then if she's telling the truth or at least her truth, because she may not even know the truth. Okay. She may not know who started this virus and what the real cure is, but Mm -hmm. she may know that in her truth, when she takes this and she gives it to her patients, it works. Mm -hmm. So then my question is who is out here who jumped into the media, called her a hoax, called her a fake, and then attacked her. The entire media swarmed in. So then that leaves me, and this is going to sound really weird, Mm -hmm. how does all this connect? Then it leads me to Bill Clinton. Okay. Before I go to Bill Clinton, I want to prove what I'm saying. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up uh, 
Dr. Emmanuel's name. Okay, this is very important. Very, very important. And I'm going to, in this instance, I'm going to use Google. Okay. And I'm going to use Google as a search engine. And in Google, what I'm going to put is uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel. And I'm going to look at the different news sources uh, from, from that Google search. Okay. So I want to know how many people jumped in on the news to call her a, a hoax mm. and who those sources are. And then I'm going to compare that with a former president that is in the news. So when we type in Dr. Stella Emanuel, we go to news. Okay. Houston Chronicle says it's not a joke. Houston Dr. Stella Emanuel defends use of hydrochloroquine. Um, Houston area doctor in viral video claiming there's a cure. Business Insider, Stella Emanuel, COVID-19, Disinfo Doctor sued over 2019 patient death. Okay, so keep your mind on that. Uh, Business Insider is deciding to go against Stella Emanuel. Mm-hmm. Miami Herald, demon sperm and astral sex. No wonder Trump says his doctor is spectacular. Uh, Miami Herald, Daily Beast, Dr. Stella Emanuel's beliefs are rooted in the ancient lore of demon sex and sickness. Yeah. Uh, Business Insider, Ruli Giuliani called Doctor Who preached about alien DNA his hero. So Business Insider's all in on attacking uh, Dr. Emanuel. Let's see if CNN has anything to say about Dr. Stella Emanuel. Yeah. Trump promotes a doctor who claimed alien DNA was used in medical treatments. So that's their stance. They're, they're, they're taking a, a backhanded swipe at her by saying claimed alien DNA. Like they're using words to make her seem crazy. When you start using words like alien, people will dismiss that, even though many people believe that there are aliens. All right. Okay. And automatically makes you feel like, well, she's not telling the truth. Right. So that is the that is kind of the news cycle around her. Business Insider, CNN, um let's put in MSNBC and see who what they said. MSNBC. So he typed in Dr. Stella Emanuel, put in MSNBC, uh and let's see uh, NBC News, Foxy says coronavirus cure video shared by Trump isn't true. Mm-hmm. The Hill, Foxy says, video retweeted by Trump features a bunch of people spouting something that isn't true. So Dr. Fauci is going against the use of heteroxychloroquine. Now, I said that this has something to do with Bill Clinton. Okay. And I'm going to prove it here. Okay. So over the weekend... Bill Clinton, and we're going to use the same exact Google search, okay? Mm -hmm. Over the weekend, Bill Clinton was uh, called out uh, to be at Jeffrey Epstein's island, 
Okay. Okay. And they're accusing, there are some people who are accusing him of taking advantage of little girls on this island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This happened on Friday night. Okay. And so the, what happened was the information got leaked by this lady, Gisleen Maxwell, which right now it, she's under investigation. I think she's even been arrested. Uh, what was that? I said, of course she has. Yeah. And so my question is simply, what is Bill Clinton's current news cycle about? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's look at this. Bill Clinton, the first thing that pops up when you put in Bill Clinton, even though something happened Friday about uh, the the island, USA Today, former President Bill Clinton at John Lewis' funeral. He was here on a mission. Yahoo News, Epstein accuser of Virginia Gyriff claims Bill Clinton stayed on private island with two young girls. So Yahoo is on board with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington Post, Stokely, Stokely Carmichael didn't deserve Bill Clinton's swipe. So they're still, this is 16 hours ago. So they've had time to talk about something else, but they decided to go with John Lewis's funeral. Mm-hmm. We're also going to get on that. We're going to get on how they're using the Stokely Carmichael situation to mask what's currently happening. And they're they're allowing that to be the story, which is a very important story, but over a former president using his powers to manipulate little girls, I don't know how that can be over that. Uh, If anything, you should report both. New York Magazine, what we've learned from the newly unsealed Jeffrey Epstein documents. New York Daily News, uh, new Gustav Maxine doctor Revive Clinton claims. New York Post, Fox News, Bill Clinton visited Jeffrey Epstein's private island. So there's certain yeah. certain uh, companies that are going in on it. I saw no hint of CNN. Oh. I saw no hint of MSNBC. Was that two articles that said something about it? Out of all the articles, two? Yeah, and if you go on YouTube, there's really only two sources that have actually covered the Bill Clinton situation. And when I say Bill Clinton situation, I mean dealing with Jeffrey Epstein's island. There are plenty that are talking about the funeral comment that he made, which we will get into. And so MSNBC ignores Epstein's docs implicating Bill Clinton. CNN largely avoids. So Fox News puts out a headline saying, hey, MSNBC and CNN are avoiding this content. And it's true. There's nothing from CNN. When I type in Bill Clinton and CNN, nothing about the Epstein situation. Nobody likes me. Yeah, nothing. Hide something from a Negro. If you want to hide something from a Negro, look at what CNN won't post. Mm -hmm. Look what MSNBC won't post. So... When we brought up Stella, Dr. Stella, the main company that was going after her was Business Insider. Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton, Business Insider. What are they talking about right now? 
Let's see if Business Insider has reported anything about Bill Clinton. Business Insider Australia, Business Insider. Here we go. Trump did not attend John Lewis's funeral. Eric Trump's attempt to fuel Clinton-Epstein connection backfires. Mm. Economists flee Trump's administration signaling bad news. Nothing. 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 Jeffrey Epstein's private jet for sale. Nothing. But they, sure enough, published things at the exact same time about Dr. Stella and saying that she's a hoax. Right. So here's what I am finding out. CNN, MSNBC, mm-hmm. Business Insider, these corporations are not interested in finding out the truth. Oh. They are only interested in their truth. Because well. if, if the Dr. Stella thing is a hoax, fine. Mm-hmm. But then why wouldn't Bill Clinton's story also be researched and fact-checked and mm-hmm. dug into? Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to investigate him, I can't trust you on your investigation with her. That was all within the same week. Well, it's interesting how that's what I was saying before. You really have to pay attention to what the headlines are and take a second and dial back before you just react in the ways emotionally that they want you to. I think we talked about that even in the first episode, business, what was it called? Um, Where they strategically plan and about financial responses based off of how we respond emotionally. Behavioral, Behavioral finance. Yes, behavioral finance. Everything is based off of how we're going to react emotionally, our money, how we react to these stories. We have to take the time to read them. And I think that's why it's so important that we do hide something from an ego. If you want to hide something from an ego, you tell the truth. And if you want to hide something from an ego, you hide it in a headline. Mm. So let's pull up Dr. Emmanuel, one of her second videos that is circulating as well. And then we'll get back into Bill Clinton and how it all connects. Once again, Bill Clinton may have nothing to do with hydrochloroquine. I'm not implicating him in that space at all. I'm not saying he has anything to do with COVID-19. I'm simply reviewing and analyzing media. If you want to hide something from a Negro, this is a media analysis. Because some media are looking at, they're dispelling some people but not digging into other people, which makes me question why they were digging into the first person. Yeah. Which is before you... Go, you're, you're an old... Which is crazy because do you remember when we were talking about Farrakhan in one of our last episodes when he did his speech? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't covered at all? It wasn't covered at all. But when you need to cover something like that when it comes to... You don't cover it. When it's something that we actually should be listening to, you don't cover it. And then when you do actually publish it, you make it seem like she's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and let me say this. She may be crazy. Okay. She may be crazy. She may be wrong. She may not be right. But then also then cover Bill Clinton too. Exactly. If, if you cover her and say, eh, it's probably a hoax. And then you cover him and say, ah, he probably was at the island. Mm-hmm. Then I'll be like, okay, well, this is fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. But now you're covering her one way, 
and you're covering him another way, and you can't say, well, because well, he's a former president. Because I see the way you're treating Trump right now. Right, exactly. You had it this already. I mean, you had such an impassioned, that was on Monday, that was pretty incredible how impassioned you were. Did you practice that speech? Did no, you just... I'm upset. I'm upset. This is not, I'm not acting up. I'm not putting this up. People are dying. Do you understand? People are dying. Like, we just had news that Herman Cain died. He didn't have to die. People are like, well, he should have worn masks. Yes, he should have. If he didn't have a hydroxychloroquine on board, he should have worn a mask. If You're that saying would have Herman Cain, who died, who he just could, died, he didn't need to, he could have had hyd- if If somebody treated him early with hydroxychloroquine, it's most likely he, he would not have died. You're an old hat at this already. I mean, you had such an... So now she's saying that a former uh, person who ran for president, Herman Cain, did not have to die if he had taken the hydrochloroquine. That's a big statement. Old. And they're, they're telling me that they just basically let him die. And so here is just a little snippet of uh, hopefully we have this video, 10-minute science of how hydrochloroquine treats COVID-19. Let's just listen just a little bit. Mechanism of action of hydroxychloroquine. So, look, hydroxychloroquine is a weak base. That is the primary action that we use this drug for in case of malarial um, infections. What happens is that in case of malarial infection, when we give hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine enters the malarial uh, plasmodium and goes into its lysosomes. These are, you can think of those as the stomachs of the, uh, the plasmodium. It enters there, hydroxychloroquine, and reduces the acidity. So as it is a weak base, the, the stomach of the plasmodium needs acidic environment to be able to digest the uh, food particles it is eating. And when hydroxychloroquine is present and it makes it all less acidic, then that stomach of the plasmodium stops working and that causes the plasmodium to die. This is a similar mechanism that we use in case of the COVID-19 as well. So let's very quickly see how our cells and how our hydroxychloroquine works within our cells to help us be protected from the coronavirus. And- so there's a whole 11-minute video, and I'll look at making sure that we're able to, to save that link and get that out to uh, our audience. That was from America's Frontline Doctors Summit. Yes, Dr. Mobin Syed. Wow. And so that's just independent from Dr. Stella. Exactly. And so we just played one minute and 24 seconds of an 11-minute clip. We'll add the rest of that clip uh, to the show notes if you want to watch the full 11 minutes. Mm -hmm. But my point is, Hey, this is another person saying the same thing. And but, go ahead. Breaking it down on a cellular level. Right. Um, and and so I, I'm just trying to figure out what is really happening. Trump ended up speaking on this very topic. And so I want to hear what Trump had to say. Okay. 
I was very impressed with her and other doctors that stood with her. She was not alone. She was making a statement about hydroxychloroquine with other doctors that swear by it. They think it's great. Fake news CNN made it like, oh, I said this, I said that. She was with a whole group of people. And you ought to tell your network the reason their ratings are so bad is because the coverage is so false. I was very impressed by her. Know nothing about her. I had never seen her before. But certainly you could put her up and let her have a voice. So what they did is they took down their voice. Now, they seem to never take down the other side. They only take down conservative voices. This is shame. All I want to do is save lives. I don't care if it's hydroxy or anything else. All I want to do is save lives. But I happen to be a believer in hydroxy. I used it. I had no problem. I happen to be a believer. Many, many people agree with me. So Trump is saying, hey, it seems like one side is getting coverage and the other isn't. And as much as I may not be a fan of Donald Trump, how can I disagree with that? Right. And he's even said, I've used it. And so, and there may be an agenda. She may not be telling the truth. She may have been sent out by Trump and the rest of the crew. She may be paid to be saying all this. All that could be true. But because of your bad coverage, it's hard for me to trust the media because all the media that attacked her was from one side. That, and then when Bill Clinton gets thrown out there, they don't properly cover him. And it just makes me wonder what is really happening. I don't want to say that she's not, even though it's her truth, I don't want to, you know, disregard what she's saying because the media is trying to make it seem like something that it, whatever they want to make it seem like, because there's other things that they can cover and they're not. But that's the thing, like, media frustrates me. They'll do anything. Like, they're so creative. They know what they're doing. Well, they're telling a narrative. And, you know, we, now that we are behind the mic, we're media too. And see, we are what they fear. What they fear the most is independent media that is going to dig into what they're doing. And so here's what what they've decided to cover uh, instead of the... Uh, Dr. Emanuel, they call that a hoax, wrote that off. And here's the, the clip that they're using as the viral thing that everybody's talking about instead of, of Dr. Stella and instead of Bill Clinton being accused of being at Epstein Island. 